She was determined to do the cooking so she didn't have to listen to Natalie's complaints about all the trouble she was being put to. Then there was the rodeo. Only one more sleep. She'd spend today in the camping grounds, making absolutely sure she hadn't missed anything. The committee didn't want to be having to unblock septics when they needed to be at the event. Amelia was halfway around her track when she slowed to a walk. The gates to Emerald Springs were in front of her. Struck by an irresistible urge and reminding herself that she had a bit more time, she climbed over and headed into the bush looking for the path. The track was so overgrown that there was nothing to see, but she knew it by heart and pushed her way through the bush towards the first pool, leaving a trail of broken branches and crushed shrubs behind her. It was a solid half an hour's walk. When she felt the first piece of granite beneath her foot, she closed her eyes and breathed deeply. The bottle brushes weren't flowering, but they still had their own special scent that permeated the bush. Wattle birds and silver eyes flicked from tree to tree, and the Mickey Miners put up a huge warning call as she passed their perch in the branches. As she approached the first pool, she could see that it was almost empty. The puddle was covered in green algae and looked very unappealing, but a rain would fix that in no time. She followed the overflow until she came to the second, slightly deeper pool. After looking at it for a while, she picked up a pebble and threw it into the middle, trying to gauge the depth. It had to be around her knees because she could see the slimy patch of stone where it still trickled, flowing into the main pool. Holding her breath in anticipation, Amelia turned and kept going. Ducking under some straggly trees and climbing down into the crevice, she could hear water dripping. Then she saw the main pool. It was just how she remembered it, shaded in parts, sunny in others, edged with granite except for one tiny area which almost looked like a beach. Grainy black sand framed the section that had been used to walk out into the water. Unlike in the smaller pools, the liquid here was crystal clear, reflecting the trees and hills. About six metres wide and a couple of metres across, it was a natural swimming hole. Amelia slipped off her shoes and socks and dipped her toes. Oh, brr. Then, without stopping to think, she stripped naked and slipped into the cold water. She was covered in goosebumps, but that didn't stop her diving under. Far out! She broke the surface and took jagged breaths, doing a couple of strokes before flipping onto her back to stare at the sky. Drifting gently, she let her mind go blank for a few minutes. No dinner, no rodeo, just peace and contentment. A few minutes later, she waded back to the edge. Shivering, she used her shirt to dry off before getting dressed. Then she glanced at her watch. It was definitely time to start back, and she'd have to hoof it. But her plan had worked a treat. The anxiety had gone. Her head was clear as the water, and her heart lighter. Knives and forks clinked against the plates as everyone ate in silence. Amelia glanced at Paul, who seemed to be concentrating hard on his roast lamb. Out of the corner of her eye, she could see her mother's mouth pursed in disapproval. Graham wasn't looking anywhere except his plate. John cleared his throat. <clears throat> so, Paul, I guess you're hoping for an opening rain pretty soon? Paul swallowed, nodding. If it doesn't happen in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have to look at buying in more lupins. 
The sheep are holding their condition pretty well, though. Understand what you're saying. Our haystack is going down at a rapid rate of knots. He put his fork down and leaned back in his chair, casting his eyes between Paul and Amelia. So, tell us more about your plans to move in together. Amelia looked up and smiled. Trust her dad to just go ahead and bring it up again. The stilted conversation over drinks on the lawn before they'd sat down to dinner had led to her breaking the news in a not-so-gentle manner, and she hadn't been sure if they'd discuss it any more that evening. Her mother looked up. I am loath to try and change your mind, Amelia. I know how headstrong and stubborn you can be, but... Amelia felt Paul's eyes on her and looked at him. His expression of horror made her smile inside. She gave a slight shake of her head in a don't-worry-about-it signal, then turned her full attention to her mother.